Hi, Dumpster Divas. We are back with another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlin, and my sister, Eric. Hi. Sister, sister. <laughs> Ow. Eric, hi. We got to meet in person so recently. Like, actually. Oh, my God, Tom. It was a huge moment. Because famously, I was on this podcast, what, about 25 years ago? It, it feels like it was It feels like it ages wasn't, but it ago. actually wasn't. Wasn't it like the end of last summer? No. It literally... No, it was like, I think the fall, the like fall? early fall. So yeah, it was full on six or seven months ago, eight months ago. But um, yeah, long story short, I moved to LA during that time period. And then my first visit back to New York, who do I see but Tom Hamlet himself? And I moved in, I, ha- I won't reveal the exact address, but I we would have been lit- uh, like, not next door neighbors, but we near- might have been nearly. like sharing a back wall. Because no, we wouldn't have been because I'm on the other side of the that street. Because you were All right, well, one can you let this up, fantasy right? live? Jesus, Wait, let this me have this fantasy. Me. Wait, actually, speaking of fantasy, I have a, go so, on. I have a. <laughs> I had a wild hookup story, kind of similar to this, like apartments facing each other, um, <laughs> which I'm going to tell. I keep going. I'm on the edge story. of my seat. This is like my fantasy coming true. Go on. Okay, so. First of all, mom and dad do. There's there are times when I say skip forward and I don't mean it. This time I actually do mean that. Okay, like really do that because like you can listen, but you might learn things that you didn't know that you wanted to learn about me. Um, so I hooked up with this guy, and great hookup. He we had met actually in person, and he was like a we had mutual friends, and then it was kind of a one time thing. That was like the vibe. It wasn't like a forever. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> a forever. I'm so bad at dating. <laughs> like it's either one I'm time loving or hearing forever. about your dating life though. It feels <laughs> how long have you been with your boyfriend? A little over two years. Oh my god, it feels like it's been ten. <laughs> You're telling me. <laughs> um, okay, so no, you so had a one time hookup that was like just a one timer. One time hookup. So pause so the story pauses. Years later, I um am looking for a new apartment and I end up moving in with a coworker um into this great apartment. Um in Harlem and get into the apartment and we're talking and they're telling me about like the area and they were like, and also the way our buildings work, like the windows of our building face the other building and we just see shit. (gasps) And I was like, like what? And they were like, well, like, (laughs) I don't think you'll be mad that I told this, but I'm not going to say his name, but one of my roommates, like, had a full on like it was like rear window but porn like watch this guy and like sign languaged his phone number to him and then they were like sending dick pics back and forth and then like jerking off in the window like across the alley like they didn't meet in person they just like did everything through the windows i'm not joking (laughs) i have such a thing that involves what you are talking about like that sort of anonymity slash like new york (laughs) hoariness oh i'm so on board for just wait so then they're like there's this guy who is always like windows open getting so high and jerking off like all day long (gasps) and they're like we just sit and watch (laughs) And I was like, "Were your roommates? Were your roommates gay?" Uh, one was gay. One was a straight woman. But okay. But you know, a straight woman who gets it. You know, one of those. Sure. <laughs> she and, has a she has a sex drive, and she is not afraid of talking about it. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, 
So they're telling me that. I'm like, wow, that sounds crazy. And then um, life goes on. Then I, I pull up Scruff and I see the guy that I hooked up with forever ago. Like, I'm like, are you in my apartment? Like, I was like, you're so close to me. Like, where do you live? And he was like, I live at blank, blank, blank. And I'm like, oh, like what? Bu- I don't even know what building that is. Like where? I don't know where that is. And he's like, well, it's over here. And it was very, very close. And so I go. So we're like, well, are we going to hook up? <laughs> and so I go over and we are having full penetration. okay and we're facing shots (laughs) wait no wait 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 Uh, wait, wait. we're facing his window and he's behind me i'm you know in where where i be (laughs) i look up and i see my roommate's cat and i'm like wait (laughs) wait oh my god (laughs) like this, oh my god! <laughs> this man is inside. This man is inside. I have to be quiet because my boyfriend's <laughs> over. This man is inside me, and I'm looking, and that's my that's my roommate's cat, just like staring like at that, me, just like cleaning that's herself. The Penelope the kitty cat. And like while we're having sex, I realize that the man that they watch get high and jerk off all the time is the man that is inside of me. <laughs> the call is coming from inside the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Tom! This is a story that needs to be told and so told I, and told and told. I told it once. I told a very quick abridged version of it once at a drag show, and I won like free drinks the whole night. It was like tell a slutty story or something like that. You should win the Pulitzer, babe. That is such a storied tale. So you are you like get out, get out, get out, get out, pull the shades. <laughs> what do you, how do you react when you realize that you're looking so at we your roommate's hooking, cat? So because at the time I was teaching. Like, my job was very much, like, taught in the morning, taught at night. So, like, hookups were often afternoon. And so, it was, like, 2 in the afternoon, and both of my roommates had 9 to 5. So, like, they weren't home. Oh, okay, So, I knew okay, we were okay. in the clear. So, we, you know. You kept going. Things went to fruition. But, um... <laughs> Wow, Tom, that is such a good story. Usually you hear like the New York like, oh yeah, and I saw someone doing crazy naked things. But like the fact that <laughs> there's a beginning, a middle, no. and an there explosive was an, end. And there was, there just... was an explicit end. I mean, it feels like an episode of Sex in the City, don't you think? Like it feels like something that would happen. Yes, I yes, like yes. It would be Gay something that would, not what happened to Samantha, but like what happened to like maybe Miranda. Like like Miranda would be put in yes, a situation Miranda, where she's it, like... Miranda would be seen, but like in the Sex and the City version, Like Charlotte Miranda, would see it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Charlotte would see it. Um, I mean, it for some reason it reminds me of the Miranda storyline where she is dating the guy from... Is she doing Weight Watchers or is it uh, one of those they're training, they're training for like the marathon or the half marathon and he like wants to get his ass eaten. That guy, They're not the ass eating guy. It's the guy that um always goes down on her oh. and then makes out with her yes, with his with, glazed with... mouth. Yeah, and I, it just makes me think of, like Miranda just has those types of things happen to her where right. so like being like being seen by Charlotte while getting raw dog doggy style. I think is yeah, if it, it really felt like that. Um, but there you go. Wow. That could Thank have you happened. for sharing that, that Tom. I really that couldn't have I happened really... to us in the situation where we were in with you living by me, but that's how we got there. 
I would have just maybe <laughs> in my version of the storyline, I would have felt the vibrations of you talking styling. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, well, before we get into stuff, Eric, we like to ask our listeners, like if they have anything to ask Kix and I, since you are being my Kix today, which will, first of all, Kix is not here today. So Eric is Kix, if you haven't caught on to that. Um, <laughs> and I have a couple questions. Do you want to just... Let's dive in, Tom. Okay, first question. And once again, uh, we post these on Sundays. Uh, you guys very graciously throw some thoughts your, our way. Um, and please keep doing that. So this first question says, what, what's your favorite Anne Hathaway movie and why is it Princess Diaries? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, can you uh, pl- like believe the con photos we are getting of Anne Hathaway? Have you been seeing them? Wait, no, and what? The Cannes Film Festival. Um, oh, I was thinking con she, like like C O N. Like I was, she's conning us. <laughs> the con photos where she's <laughs> Wait, Winona what movie is she promoting? I actually have I'm no freaking right idea. I just saw the photos of Anne looking absolutely incredible, and well, I'm not. I truly don't want to comment on a single person's body. I just hope that she she looks so good mm-hmm. that I'm like, are you okay? Because there's some witch witchery happening here. Wait, I'm looking them up right now. Anne She's Hathaway. wearing incredible outfits. Her is it this white one? Yeah, the white oh, one. Wow. There's like she looks. I mean, stunning. She, she looks incredible. But to answer that question, it's I think it. But what about Devil Wears Prada? Uh, yeah. I th- well, but see, for me, that movie is not her. Who? What movie? Who is this? It. No, no, but like that movie is Meryl and Emily's more than it is hers. Like I find oh. her to be the be the catalyst for everyone to learn about themselves. But that movie is made by, like, uh, Emily Blunt is so good in that movie. So good. Like it would be nothing without her or Meryl. But like, if Anne Hathaway was in that with like two like B listers, like I think that. We it wouldn't be an A movie. Yeah, I agree with that. I do. The second we started talking about this, I really love Princess Diaries. I like saw the sequel in theaters. Like, sure. However, there's another Anne Hathaway movie that was one of the big gay awakenings for me. It's called Love and Other Drugs. Have you seen it, Tom? I have. It's I the only because the reason it made me gay is because of the sex scene or like Jake is naked or I, I just, yeah, he, Jake, I, it was, yeah. You don't see Jake's peen, but you, you see, he's like fully naked though. Don't you see the whole booty? I think you see, but I think like he his, has a famously his, fantastic, but unbelievable body. Just like, I think he was one of the first openly hairy, like proudly hairy hot mm-hmm. men that I was watching in like a modern romantic comedy movie. And he just, is so hot and i was like i'm gay yeah well there you go well i've I've realized i didn't even as you said that i didn't even like introduce you of who you are but if you haven't if you don't know eric williams who we've been talking to for a bit now he has a podcast called that's a gay ass podcast that i think it should now be called just that's a hairy ass podcast because like that's essentially like the coverage <laughs> I think we talk a lot about Harry. It's you know what it is. It's me healing my my traumas, and clearly a lot of those lie in like shame of my body hair. But like, yeah, it's definitely showing. It's been showing some trends lately with the guests, wouldn't you say? Yeah, no, it has. I mean, 
that's like every episode is just like about that. <laughs> no, it's not, Tom. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just like to give you shit. I get I it will have because you I know have a very similar week's... like trauma of that growing up. Yeah, and listen, this week's episode, not a single time do we talk about hair on body. Do we talk about body? Yeah. <laughs> do we talk about hairy on body? No, no. So <laughs> stick that in your gaping hole. <laughs> um. Well, the guy that I hooked up with, by the way, was Harry. You would have liked him. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling he was. I'm just picking, like, when I was picturing like a, like a pothead masturbateur, I was like, but, he's like, Harry. ripped, though. It was, it was it was a wild situation. No, and how dare you say it was a one-time thing when you first Well, it was up. two. Well, yeah, it was one, but it was just like, I'm I'm so bad at hookups. I'm what so you, bad at what's, it. What, do you, what's, what part of it are you bad at? I'm, I get like emotionally connected to people like i just am like oh of course that part you know that's so human that's so normal it is, I, but I, it's, it's we're made to believe it's not human many times in the gay community oh. don't you think well if you need a reminder that you are human <laughs> just call me up because that is i and i also this is me being like why are you bad at it i've a been with the same person for almost nine years b like before during my single phase before him i didn't really do like a ton of hookups so like i and I 100% got emotionally connected to this like really hot guy that I had sex with um, probably like four months before I met Matt, my mm-hmm. husband. He And he lived in Texas. And I was like, we're getting married. So like, I I know what you mean about the emotional attachment. Where, where did he live in Texas? <laughs> Why? You sound like it's if you know the one twink from Texas. I'm just thinking. Texas I'm, is all I'm, of twinks. I'm thinking like what it, there would be, it would be us if there was like a dallas twink that was in the theater scene that you <laughs> dated and i knew him. it was not it was not a theater scene guy oh, good and for you that's was... probably why you fell for him to be honest <laughs> well i met him at a party if you can imagine oh my god at a, like a gay pride it was in june i met him at a pride party and we then went out like every night while he was in town and we ended up sleeping together like an hour before he left new york eric and, just tucked um... his hair behind his ear as he said that <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that I'm proud that I we hooked up You're right like, before. Right, it just like, <laughs> like. Well, can I tell you the funniest part of the story is that he was like, "Yeah, come to my hotel at this time." And I was like, "Okay," and I was like, "When are you leaving New York?" He's like, "Oh, like, in three hours." I was like, "What?" Turns out his mom was in town with him, and he was waiting for her to leave the hotel. Oh God, you know this is reminding me of a story that uh, that is not mine to tell, but I will be telling you when the red light <laughs> <laughs> turns off. <laughs> flag Ooh, back off cam okay um okay so Anne looks amazing i would say i would say probably that my favorite is d wears p d wears p for <laughs> she i'm definitely a d wears p g girly um okay next what are your thoughts on smash the musical having a first reading on friday oh my god i didn't know that that was coming up Wait, wait, wait! You didn't, you didn't see didn't the right. the Mark Shaman post. Oh no, I didn't. I'm I'm obsessed that someone that listens to this podcast asked that question. Whoever <laughs> asked that question, these questions that is, have nothing to do. The, the last one that is something so to do. like in, in the know. Like, and this is me. Just like I'm also married to a musical theater obsessed C and um love love theater. So I can't believe what happened is that Mark Shaman, the composer who like has written, yeah, wrote yeah. Hairspray and all this stuff, he um. 
posted that they had the reading and in the and there was like a tiny video montage of like ma 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 like all it's just like belted clips it's megan helty bonnie milligan um now i'm gonna fuck it up because there's i know there's other great people in it that i'm not remembering but they had like a first reading and apparently steven spielberg was there and like squeezed mark shaman's hand like during really great moments and boo 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 so like that's like the first reading of the musical and basically he's saying that hopefully it'll be on broadway sooner rather than later well my boyfriend is so obsessed with smash so i will he's like not even a musical theater relay this he's not a musical theater gal but he just is obsessed with smash <laughs> i'm like that is so great though because like it it did its job which it, was to be a network did. tv show and that i just want turns... to say to steven spielberg before he gets too happy about like this musical he's gonna produce the gays did that like the reason that that's there is because of the gays like agreed because the and, show although... is not good like the no, the I mean, I, I watched the season one. I I couldn't get. I couldn't even do season two. It was like, kill me now. The right. fucking Jamie guy, the assistant, or whatever. I'm like absolutely crucifying me. Uma Thurman but, um, becomes partner. Uma that? Thurman is so bad. I mean, <laughs> but can, we got to talk about the music though. Is what makes it like. Yes, of course. There's um, what's that song that Megan Hill and Catherine McPhee? Obviously not. Um, let me be your star. let me be your star. It's um another one that no. There's one that I I'm not gonna remember. And I don't have, anyway, I could look it up, but yeah, well, this, the soundtrack hits top to bottom, top to bottom. I mean, I even think the ones that, is it don't forget me that one? That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Don't forget me when you sing happy birthday. It's so stupid, but like, it's so, so good. There's one, there's a Megan Hilty one that she does alone that she just has. Keep, this, let's just keep, let's be No, let's be moving. bad. Oh, let's be both. I yeah. love that one. Um, I like just keep moving the line because she gets to really build. She's so good. So good. And she doesn't have a Tony. Never been nominated. What's devastating is that when I was auditioning for theater colleges, I remember she like was just like, yeah, a Carnegie Mellon senior just got cast in Wicked or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, and that was Megan Hilty. Like when we were like, yeah, I remember too. Like I, I was in the same era as you and like, yeah, you were just on YouTube constantly looking at what Scott Allen concert is Natalie. Why is that today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Natalie Wise fandom was devastating. And I mean that in the way of like, she is, was and is great, but like the way we obsessed over like a college junior. <laughs> Who went to the and and to us? Umish was like wild to <laughs> get in there. But if you tell if if you just on paper are like, no, I'm deeply obsessed with a junior. <laughs> I'm obsessed with a to junior twenty year old musical theater major at University of Michigan. Like any most adults would be like, what? <laughs> Why are they Say are they one pay, are they time? sending you money? No, no, they're just um studying to be actors. <laughs> Well, what about it? Um, they do these it's... concerts that are benefits, but we don't care about the charity <laughs> aspect. We just like that they're wearing bad dresses in a poorly lit open room singing all girl band. <laughs> <laughs> I always I I use this joke over and over again, but I always say that like they're the white girls and gays are always singing Waiting for Life to Begin, even though they're not supposed to be. <laughs> Waiting for life to begin. Oh no, I'm not going to tell you that I did do that musical in high school. Oops, I just did. Yeah, I have some stories like that that I'm not ready to tell yet too. But 
because I'm afraid I'll get canceled. Um, <laughs> one more question. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Kardashian Kravis Italy wedding looks? <laughs> I just I, I just appreciate how much people are making fun of Courtney. She looks insane. And also, fuck Dolce & Gabbana. That's the other thing. I'm like, they are known to be bigoted assholes. Bad, bad. bad people. Racist. Did you see their statement that was like, the statement was... Like, no, we didn't sponsor the wedding. We were just happy to host it. Yeah, I'm like, y'all, you... But it is sponsoring, like, because you're using your yacht, your home, your collection. You're also, like, putting out a response on behalf of Dolce & Gabbana. Right, right. Like, (laughs) everyone's talking about Dolce & Gabbana because of this. That sounds like a sponsorship to me. I mean... Yeah, I mean they got their money's worth. That's for sure. They did. I I did think that I thought Chloe looked amazing. I liked her like headpiece. I thought it was like fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that's the thing is I actually love to see even if the look is bad like Courtney's. Mm-hmm. I they good or bad each each girly will deliver on the events like Courtney yeah. looked terrible, but we love her for it. We love that someone looked bad. And the fact that it was the bride at her own wedding, even better. <laughs> well, the thing with Courtney is she's always going to never be it. Like, she's not going to be it. <laughs> she isn't. Like, she's never going to be the one. No. But do you so, think she wants to be? She, I don't, I think she did. And I think she realized that that has, that time has passed. But I do think there's like a resurgence of wanting to be number one because she kind of has been on because Kravis, if I will, has been on everyone's You're right. This lips. has probably reignited her main right. character syndrome. But what's hilarious is, like, the look she wore, if Kim had worn it, like, it, everyone would have been dying about how amazing it looked. And then she Dog wore it. Kim Slay. Like, no, I'm serious. I mean, like, I hate to say it, because this is what everyone does. They're like, I don't like them. I don't watch the show. But, like, she looked amazing. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I say that like all the time. So, I, yeah, like I think that that would probably be what would happen, and I think that she would have looked amazing in it. But and Courtney just wanted to, you know, do something like it. You know what it is? It's like when someone really stunning like wears something, and they are wearing the outfit. Courtney is what she looks like what that girl's mom is wearing. She looks like yes. when that, like the girl that can wear everything, like what her mom would look like wearing the same outfit, you, which is you're putting a square right. peg in a circle hole. Like it doesn't, she, she, the garment is wearing her darling. As yes. As Tim Gunn would point out. Yes. Um. Well, yeah, there are thoughts. I mean, I like hate the Kardashians, but love them. I don't love them, but I consume them, consume them. My, but... my husband, I think he still loves them. I mean, he watches them. If like the, when the Hulu did, series, did you watch? Came, like, I only watched the first couple episodes, but I could. I after episode three, I was reminded why I don't like the show. That they. Oh yeah, like. I just he puts it on and I'm like working and um, I don't really tune in a lot of the times. But if I'm there, I will sometimes watch. So I'm by proxy well, watching the Kardashians. Okay, one thing, one more thing about the Kardashians. Then we we must talk about their neighbors uh, at in <laughs> Beverly Hills. Yes. Are you familiar with? this theory have you or have you heard about this theory that they staged um one of the birthdays because like uh chris's birthday they staged on the show which they staged a lot of stuff but they they staged the timeline like they made it sound like it was actually her birthday when it wasn't because (laughs) no because 
her real birthday party was like the night of um, Astro World, or like something like that. <gasps> and so Kendall and Kylie couldn't go to the party because they were like, we are going to Astro World. And but then on the show, they're filming the party, and the girls like FaceTime and they're like, we're in Miami, like pretending that they're somewhere that they're not they're either pretending this that they're not or they just redid the whole thing which i'm leaning towards they just redid it and staged it so let me clarify this you are saying that when it was her actual birthday party astral was happening so they yes. restaged it for the show but then they still made the girls be not there Yes, because I think they wanted to, like, for the dumb watchers, or, like, not the dumb, the regular watchers, and not people, not sleuths, like, I in the see. reality, IG, Twitter, Reddit community, like, make it look like there was no, like, the idea of the optics of Chris partying while, like, the drama of Astroworld was happening is is bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad but then like <laughs> a junior a junior a musical theater junior at university of michigan in 2010 <laughs> could have told you that the optics of that were bad <laughs> like and maybe her name is natalie ann weiss um <laughs> i i think that i don't know if that's her middle name i think that no matter which way you cut this cake it has a rotten core and the and like whatever they did i'm sure they did restage i love this conspiracy theory i'm sure they did i mean yeah, I'm it's sure they did too. not the craziest thing. They've they probably restaged. I bet you the thing that Kourtney Kardashian pulled out of her vagine when she gave birth was a fucking prop. I mean, I don't actually mean that, but I'm just saying like right. there are probably huge events that they have completely staged and re and remounted, if you will. Totally. It's just, but what I want to tell them is, and this will never get to them, <laughs> but it would look so much better if they just talked about it. Like if they talked about Astro World and how fucked up it was, like. Like, or just acknowledge oh, yeah. it or even just put up like a thing being like, you know, uh, fil- filming was during this time, all proceeds, like all money, mm-hmm. like we're, we're going to donate to uh, blah, blah, blah. like there's ways to like do it to just make it look like, oh my God, they like actually address something that was bad. But I agree. Well, it's weird is because they sometimes do address like, like obviously Kim's robbery in Paris yeah, they was can... very much. This is dark, but they can make money off of that stuff. Like, they can make money off of... I feel like they can make money off of the show, especially because they were filming during the robbery. Like, Chris is like, oh, Kim is a victim here. Like, we could make... It'll make good TV, right? What's not going to make good TV is them looking bad. And victimizing other people. Right. Right. That's true. Which, I mean, yeah. I mean, they they definitely fabricate storylines. I mean, that's, that's a given. But, like, that is dark it's the the best reality tv which goes into beverly hills is the because every reality show we watch is so orchestrated unfortunately like a lot i I would say the majority of the storylines are not manufactured but definitely planned out more than we would like to know whereas the good ones are the shows that a they are good enough actors that we think it's organic and right. B when organic shit actually does happen on top of the pre-planned story. Which lines, we're getting just a great really... example of that right now in Beverly Hills. Yeah. So in, exactly. So we didn't chat BH last week for those that listen for the full recap. So I, we wanted to just chat a little bit about what's happening there. And by this will come, this will come out after the third episode has come out, which we have not seen. So don't get too excited, but no. um, I do want to say there's there is a overall like seeing Rinna squirm because she 
double down on a story to start the season off that she can't finish. Like she, 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 she was like, cameras are up. Sutton said this like kind of shady thing and Harry's involved. So like I could get really mad because it's like slandering Harry's name. So like, let's just like go right. all in on this. And so meanwhile, while they're going all in on this storyline, their friend gets robbed. <laughs> I'm not laughing about the robbery, but I'm laughing about like Rena waking up the next morning being like, Oh no, <laughs> I've put, I, I've committed to this like storyline with Sutton that like, I should She's not. She's like, can I still do my storyline? Right. Just, just it just, it, this. It, but it's hilarious. Cause like when they were fighting at that dinner, it was just, it was clear. Like they're trying so hard, so hard for the show. And it's, I know and we're like, who's really mad. No one's mad. And like, well, Sutton, my, well, I was hearing people be like thinking, I hope this isn't the same thing as like Erica Jane's pantyhose or yeah. like, like, and I don't, or like, I don't think panties. it will be. I don't, at this point, it can't be because of Dorit's robbery. Well, sure. And Kathy's like, I... actions later on in the season. Oh, my God. There's so much to talk about here. Because first of all, in terms of Lisa Rinna, I think she it's totally comical, all of her. The, we see the wheels turning for her. What I don't like is people online who, and I, don't, I doubt any of your listeners truly feel this way. It's like the ones that are like calling for her to be fired or they don't think she should be on the show. I personally think that because Beverly Hills famously can harp on a storyline too much, mm-hmm. I think Lisa brings enough of chaos along. Obviously Sutton, I think is a, a new addition to that chaotic mm-hmm. wheel that like, we need the Lady Serena's as infuriating as she can be. We need the people to be like, stir up the shit even when sometimes the shit doesn't need to be stir- like, isn't like the most logical way to stir it. Right. At least she's holding the stick. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Am I right? I was waiting for you to tell, tell me how good of a point that was, and you just blinked at me. No, I, I'm, I'm the holding the stick really brought it home. No, but it's a great point. You're absolutely right. She should never go away. Thank you. I'll, I know I'll she should never go way. away. And <laughs> thank you. I, yeah, I think that the the things coming up in the season that make me nervous, like the all of the Kathy Hilton rumblings we're hearing, are really scary. Coming off of her brilliant last season, I think. The things people are saying about Dorit either not faking the robbery, but or like yes, faking the robbery, but like the money was like insurance money they needed. Like all of that makes me feel very icky because I don't think it's true at this point. And if it is true, can you imagine like how dark that is if that's the truth? Well, to the Dorit thing, my theory on all of it is that I I just I just don't get why they're so I don't get why all these people are so surprised that these things are happening. They should be more protected because like they're showing like how to get to their house. Like there's robberies going on. There's been a lot of robberies in the past, like a couple of years within the Beverly Hills housewives. And also just like in, in Los Angeles with like rich people after, because Mm -hmm. social media is what it is. You can see, you can figure out where everyone is. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know why they, there's like the alarm should be on. Like that's crazy. Like, why did you do that? Yeah, and that's not that her fault. Tough. That's not. I'm not saying that it's her fault that it happened, but like, and it's creepy that the way they planned, they were planning it because her social media was dictating that she was in London. Oh my God. I didn't put that together. That's my own dumb fault. So wait, they thought, so she was posting that she was in London. Well, no, but... she wasn't saying like, I'm in London right now. And she's like in her bed and like watching 
TV. Right. That's not <laughs> that's not what I mean. I just mean like her stories had all been about being abroad with the kids and PK was yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no, they thought so. They thought she, the house was empty. They were shocked. I, she I was guess there. Yeah, which is why it got right. That makes more sense. Do you stuff. think that when they broke the window to get in, they somehow knew that the alarm wasn't set? Or they were just like ready to ditch and go. I don't if, know. If it was I, don't, I don't know. Because that would show that there's like weird surveillance. Now I'm getting into full conspiracy. Theories. Well, the only thing, the thing, the only thing I think first, if you are sitting at home trying to dissect whether she faked this or not, like go for a walk. I just want to say that because it's like this woman went through something really traumatic. So I don't think she yes. faked it. But no. they just navigate things differently than I would navigate them, and I'm sure you like. The, the fact that PK landed from his, his his wife and his two children were just in a very like could have been even worse than it was situation. I would be running home. Like, how can I get home fastest to be with my family? And for him to go to in wherever Kyle lives in Encino and like get mic'd up and go s- film a scene with everyone, I'm like. The priorities here are weird. Like, I don't get... Okay, so as you're saying that, I was 100% agreeing. And then because maybe I, like, Doreen is not... Like, I have an abusive relationship where I want to stand up for her. Part of me is thinking the only way that he would have done that... Because he should have been... They should have, like, all them squatted in, like, a couch cuddle. And and they grab their children and just, like, cry and whatever. Like, maybe it's because he landed late. And the kiddos are already sleeping. That's, that's a good point. Also, the kids still today do not know. So, like, they don't want them to see. I, I get the whole, like, we don't want to see. We don't want them to see us upset. Because kids mm-hmm. pick up on everything. So. That's true. I get that. But, like, I just, I none of it would have been on camera for me. Oh, 100%. I, I mean, also, I'm just picturing my partner being like, you know, hey, hey babe, I know you just got robbed at gunpoint. <laughs> Are we gonna still film our scene? It's like <laughs> Kyle put out a great charcuterie, and I just, you know, Mo and I haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks, and <laughs> um... it just feels crazy. But I know that I've, I, I, I have like gone to friends in moments of trauma, and like really just gone straight there, and been like I'm gonna just sit here all night because I need to like not be in my home or things like. like right. I, I get that tendency, but it's the cameras of it all. Like, not only is it your friends, but there's also, like, 10 people standing behind those cameras, like, producers, like... Right. Well, if I may, apart that, as I'm showing so much support for Dorit, the one Dorit moment I did not like is at the end of the night where she's just sitting outside and she's like, what is she repeating? Because PK left his keys inside. She's like... No, the phone. He couldn't find his phone. Yeah, he couldn't find his phone. And so then she was just like repeating something to herself like clearly crying and knowing she was it just felt a little eric and jane performance it felt a little like and now it's my time for my goal just cry <laughs> i'm gonna yeah really milk it. but see actually i just dis- i disagree with you that was the one thing where it's like oh this is real what yeah. she was literally like you're saying surrounded by a film crew <laughs> i know i'm contradicting myself and just... she's sitting alone and she's like Saying things out loud, like I don't know, I just don't. I, you, but don't you think if you're on a show long enough, I think that you just elevate, like, you, like Tom, you are so contradicting yourself in a way that is kind of beautiful, actually, because now, because 
now you're like you're fully like, proving but like you're like the camera's to... on so like i should just like maybe cry a little harder than i would if i was alone or like like there has to be a level of like well this is my moment this is my I mean, moment i have levels I mean, of narcissism to me so like i i understand like if a camera was there i'd be like okay, you're like listen if i had gorgeous bit. lighting in a in a camera crew i would subconsciously turn on i mean i the way i'm saying this actually is like half agree with you yeah, and I'm, I'm devastated that i half agree with you <laughs> because you're right it's like if you ever right now i look to my side and i see a whole camera crew i change my posture you know what i mean like oh my god i would changes the yeah I, <laughs> laughing at all my jokes i'm really hamming it up <laughs> yeah exactly speaking of someone who elevates i <laughs> uh chelsea of uh oh no chelsea and i'm the cute one podcast i was on her patreon and we were talking about how um erica has like fully transformed into triumph the insult comic <laughs> oh my <laughs> she, god she's just it like cigar so hanging out of her mouth just like slander i'm like what are we doing here it's i and i want to watch her demise gleefully same but it's not even i'm not even enjoying it because it's so like i shut the fuck up it's like very like (laughs) oh my god who the fuck is this she feels very guys and dolls like i'm like very (laughs) and the wig is bad (laughs) it's just bad it's just yeah it's giving it's giving guys and dolls it's giving her roxy wig is like has not gone to the headmistress of wiggeries and it's just like she's just not giving a good performance anymore it's not believable it's not and she just misses every time i'm like you don't you still do not understand how you could there was a way she could have navigated this right everyone would have liked her she would have been like she could have been played the victim in all of this like and like yeah like i don't know there's just a way she comes across like a full villain conspirator and everything well the full the clip they keep giving us of future episodes where she's saying like i don't care about the victims i only care about me like basically she's saying (laughs) that like i'm excited to see that moment because it's like the truth but Everything are like leading up to that is her just being insufferable. Yeah, she's a brat. She's she's a she's a fifty year old like like a kid. She's she went into a marriage where it was a arrangement. It's older, but I'm like y'all. There's when people do things like that. There are <laughs> it's either just full transactional or there's there's daddy issues, and that's okay. Like we all have our things, but like you found a father in him like and Mm. i say the same thing about lala and uh rand i mean lala went through some traumatic stuff and she needed like a father figure in her life and rand was there and like was able to like nurture and provide for her and in Mm. more in in like fatherly ways but then also like in a partner way like i think that people fall into things when they need that and she did that and but but she's acting like a kid that lost all of her toys mm-hmm. and like whoa this is actually that's a really good psychological um, analysis of Erica Jane acting like a toddler because she's refer like she's yeah lost the father figure relationship. I just came up with that, but that's really good. And now she's resorting back to like being a full on tantrum having child that 
thinks she's doing one thing, but she is very much doing another. I mean, she's acting, she's acting out. And there's nothing worse than someone who thinks they are hilarious and don't have a funny bone in their body. Like, I don't think Erica's funny when no one's watching. You're <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, I think they're, cause you know, those people and I'm going to keep it to housewives, but like, for instance, like, like Ram- Ramona Singer, I hate, I hate her, but like when oh. she's not looking deep into the eyes of the camera and just like meandering around like the streets of the Upper East Side, she's doing shit that is just hilarious. And like, I could, I want to point and laugh and just, she's <laughs> insane. And uh, and on like a lighter note, You're laughing people, at her though, people like yeah, at her, but but people like maybe a better example of this is like Karen Huger, who Karen Huger has oh. been, is, has been like this forever, and she just now is hearing that she's funny. Like I don't think she ever knew she was funny. You're right. She, she lands, I mean, remember like, the wig the wig moment that she's like, now hold on, hold on, hold on, and she <laughs> keeps on. Yeah, like it's, like, it's like, like it's giving octaves. Abbott and Costello, it's giving <laughs> physical, it's giving Lotsi, it's giving, she, Karen Huger has it. it. Completely has it. Kenya, and Kenya Moore has, has it. it. She has it. She does. She has star. You don't think so? I, I think, think she's I think a, she, a gifted comedian. I think that she has the glint in her eye and when she lands something that is really funny she knows how to deliver it like she yeah. i like remember the um watch what happens live clip with michael rapaport and they have like it's a so very cool. it's and she there is being brutally mean and hilarious you're you, you're right you're right it, it's in a different i it's in a different form than very Karen's different is. but it's it's funny and she she can pull it out someone else i think who has the not she still doesn't know that she's funny but is lisa barlow is like <laughs> is cameras down huh, like just at, i want to just see her at a taco bell like i just want to see it like it's, oh my there's well, no there's, way the reason why we keep quoting ball. um i love that can i talk like <laughs> there's a reason why we keep quoting right. the shit she says but erica is like cameras down still a monster and like giving a a, a scary bright-eyed laugh when she says something that she thinks is funny and no one else is no like shut up like what you're saying is and she she is also so (laughs) she's so like old like republican to me in the way that she Mm. thinks that like crassness is like the only form of comedy yes like can i tell you who else is funny who? I think Kyle Richards is funny. I agree. I actually do think she is very funny and a gifted impressionist. Very gifted. I mean, Teddy's walk alone. The Teddy walk is genius. I'm I I'm not a gifted impressionist in any way. Are you? I don't think so. I mean, I think when I'm not trying to, like the Erica or whatever I did before, like I can like conjure like if I'm telling a story, but I'm right. not like okay, here's my like. Not to bring it up, but to bring up Jinx Monsoon on Drag Race doing Judy oh, Garland. I could never my... do anything close to that. Okay. For those listening, we don't talk about Drag Race that much because Kix like, has watched like one through, seasons one through ten, but then the past has kind of like fallen off a little bit. But um, the All-Stars season just premiered this past week. And if you aren't a watcher, it is a um, 
all winners season. So I'm not going to say this is a good entry point if you are not into spoilers because you'll, of course, learn who won every season. Oh, right. But at the same time, I'm just like, jump in because it is one of the... There's only been two episodes and I... I started crying during it because I was like, yeah. "This is joy." Oh my like, god, I'm feeling joy. It's the again. best of what it's the best of what Drag Race has to offer. It's because all of the contestants don't have anything to lose. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. they're not they're they're not letting their nerves get in the way of their performance. And so almost every single performance of like the challenges are incredible. And like the if you haven't watched the whole snatch game, it is basically them just doing impressions. And this past Jinx Monsoon doing Judy Garland was like. We watched it. I've watched it twice now. I just, it is so when f- funny. Because she takes, what she does that's so genius is she doesn't go for cheap jokes. Right. And she doesn't go for what you think she's going to do. Like, she's not like, like, for instance, when Monet did Whitney Houston, she's like sweating. And I'm like, it's that's mm-hmm. not really that funny anymore. Because like, right. That that ended bad. <laughs> like we like it's not. That's not. It's not really funny. And that and Whitney Houston also isn't a very, like, she's iconic, but she doesn't have the humor to her. But, but right. But I, like, can I, let me tell you. Let me tell you the Judy Garland quote that that he that you're exa- set, what you're saying right now. The rainbow. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I just ruined it. But you could set it up. Yeah. It's like RuPaul goes, now what is over the rainbow? <laughs> and then Jinx just like takes his beat. She's like, well, it's a set, Ru. It, it, it's, a, it's not real. It's cardboard. <laughs> I mean, it's so like She didn't funny. rewrite that. Like, that's just like, she knew exactly what to say. Oh my God. I just, I. And justice for, I thought Raja should have been in the top. A hundred percent. Raja I mean, was genius. That was performance art. That was it surpasses like reality TV competition and it's, it's art. No, it it is. is art. Yeah. So please, please everyone, you must, must, must watch. It, it is like a, I think a legendary reality TV, the whole genre season that will like go down mm-hmm. in history. And we've only seen two episodes. So um, can we go back? Can I, I just popped up a question about funny housewives yeah. on Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. Who is least funny? Teddy or Erica Jane. So I actually think Erica is not is l- less funny than Teddy. Cuz the only thing about Teddy is I think Teddy knows that she's just so boring and basic. <laughs> you think she I mean you're actually you know what I can get behind that. I think they're both deeply unfunny, but I think Teddy like you're saying knows more how unfunny she is, right. whereas Erica Jane thinks she's funny, which then makes Erica Jane less funny. Okay, I I just think Teddy, I literally Matt will listen to Teddy and yeah, I've, I've podcast. listened. Don't be mad. <laughs> oh, it's I'm. It's, listen, they have a lot of great guests on it, and they, I mean, they really give good insight about being a housewife because they're so open about like, yeah, well, I got fired and boo boo boo, but because. I probably shouldn't be saying this on a podcast. What? I just, just like the my, I'm not going to listen to a podcast where I want to be entertained and have Teddy Mellicamp be one of the hosts. <laughs> I just, it's. I know, I know. I, I hear you. And that's why I wasn't listening for a long time. And I'm not a listener. I, I just, I listen when there's something that feels like worth checking in on. Like I listened to the episode right. with like Kyle and Lisa and Eric. Yes. Because it was really wild. And yes. 
But I find that this is her medium because she can be a little boring because like she can just ask a question. <laughs> like you're saying she has a great face for podcasts. She has a great face for podcasts, and, but she can, and she can kind of just be like, so what are you doing now? And then like the guest and Tamara can be uh, engaging in it. Like it, it, if we're going to have her in a medium, if we have to, this is the one. Right. <laughs> it's, it's against our will. Because she's not she's not going to be acting and she's not going to be in reality she's not going to sing just leave that to daddy god willing <laughs> um i think i think tamra is funny oh tamra's a star tamra is one of my favorite of all time housewives star. i think she she really gets it and yes you're right she is funny someone else unfortunately that... oh, unfortunately vicky gunvalson is kind of funny oh she's hilarious she's another she one really like, she's another one like she karen re- where the camera I would just watch a nest cam of her navigating how to learn, like learning how to play Monopoly for the first time. <laughs> I was just picturing her in a drive-thru. Any yeah, drive-thru. That, yeah. Um, no, I was going to say someone who also is Hilaire Sutton. I'm sorry. And she, she doesn't is. totally get it yet. I don't think she gets where she's funny because there is nothing more hilarious to me than her saying, <laughs> We're all is it see we're all putting up fires or we're 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 all I I'm putting up fires on my own. The designer from France. I'm like can't get past. That is hilarious. No, I you know didn't have a gun to my head, but sorry. It's like (gasps) that is incredibly funny. Unfortunately, incredibly funny. It's hilarious. And I would never say something like that, but I am known in my I would never say I am empathetic, but I am known for being like, just like not always knowing right place, right time for certain things. And people would be like, Tom, like, stop, don't. (laughs) Okay. It's good. It's good. We didn't date because I, I get social cues and I'm the first to be like, they need to shut up. But like, I also can take things too far. Oh no, I, I, M- Matt will sometimes say things that are like, he just, I tell him he's Kelly Dodding because he'll sometimes say something that's like a really deep cut. And I'm like, oh. like, like deep cut, like reading you. What do you mean? Yeah. Like he, I mean, he's, he, like, of course, if he like reads someone else or like says anything that's like really spot on, I'm like, yeah. yes, tear that bitch he's apart. Like, oh, like that one me. time that you did blank, 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 blank. And you're like, oh, exactly. No. And I'm like, Ow, <laughs> Kelly Dodd. Ow, like yeah, that's he true. just that is a Kelly really, Dodd. he really knows how to get down there. Well, Kelly on the list of people who aren't funny when no one's watching. Kelly Dodd. Ugh, hate her. Dude, what about what about um? I really cannot stand her, Teresa Judy J Judice. So I is think Teresa funny? is hilarious. Like she's fun to laugh at. Laugh at, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. she doesn't get the ways... Because her biggest fault in life is that she's been on a reality show for 12 years and still doesn't know how to be on a reality show. Like, she yes, doesn't yes. get it. She doesn't get it. Did you see the the most the second Jersey reunion where Andy was like, have you ever changed your opinion about anything <laughs> once? She's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you know, like, you know, you have an opinion and someone gives you information. You're like, huh, I haven't thought about it that way. She's like, yeah, all the time. Like, it's just like, <laughs> no, you no, you don't. Yeah. No, she doesn't. And the way she, there's no way in hell that watching that back, she is not so mad seeing Louis sit behind her and literally like mouth to Marge. Like, I believe, like, thank you. It's okay. Everything's you. okay. <laughs> like, I wish Teresa would have let me talk. It's like, ooh. Although I, I did not speak. like what he was saying. He was like, if you love me, you'll calm down. <laughs> if you love me, you'll calm down. 
Although it kind of is hot. <laughs> Unfortunately, when we first met him, I was like, spit no. me. Aaron. You think him? The first I saw him and then I quickly learned. You know, maybe I'm conflating him with the pool guy. The pool guy is everything and more. He was so hot. So but hot. Louis is so he's just like Louis a, is like the pool guy if the pool guy he's the pool guy's like ugly cousin. That's a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so he's so red. I can't get over the redness in Jersey. It's like a mixture of tanning and alcoholism, I believe. Well, unrelated, I saw a TikTok recently of someone who had like dark bags under their eyes mm-hmm. and they got them tattooed. Like they love their bag so much? No, no, no. They like, they tattooed them to make them brighter. So like they got rid of it. (laughs) You need to know. I thought that they were like, these bags are iconic. I can never lose this time. (laughs) I am starving tired fish, bitch. No, it was like, I need to cover these up. (laughs) That's, that's shocking. I, I never hear for the cosmetic. I mean, your body, your, your Your (laughs) choice in many ways and all the ways. Um, but I would never personally tattoo something that was like makeup or a feature of my face. A feature? What about, um, speaking of Jersey Reunion, you're like, and welcome back. Um, what is his name? Um, Evan? Marge. <laughs> no, Evan cannot touch his body with a needle. I swear to God. It's perfect. <laughs> no, um, it... I'm talking about Marge, Marge's husband. Oh, Joe Benigno. Well, I actually met... Joe got his under eyes done. Yeah, I know. And they... So my grandmother got hers done, like... I don't know, this is like 20 years ago now, but, like, it's shocking to see someone you've seen forever, and then their eyes are just... They're just a little more bright-eyed, and you're like, oh... <laughs> is, I know, it was It was. Is there something on my face? Joe. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, you feel like they're just, like, staring at you constantly. <laughs> it's shocking. I thought his course. eyes were pointing in the wrong directions. It, there's a lot. It's like, I don't think we're ready for, like, HD yet on that, like, eye You're job. right. He's just well, not I love when Joe it. was like, yeah, we removed a ton of skin from my under eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, God, that's sad to hear you say it like that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Margaret convinced me to... <laughs> take off skin off my face but now that i think i think she thinks that we like watch him <laughs> like, like I, i've never really looked at him no exactly like, like no he can look however he wants him. like i'm looking at evan we're looking at evan right oh, speaking of harry oh you know he 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 should be here but yeah, it's he, new he jersey knows. everyone like lasers everything you know that's so it's so frustrating yeah i know missed opportunity but wait also, another full law about the Jersey reunion is this has never happened in the history of time. They fully cut that woman, Tracy, out of the show. Well, out we of the were program. watching the other day. They cut her out, and there, I didn't realize this, but there are many shots where you see her legs sticking into frame. No. Not kidding. Matt was like, there's her legs. There's oh, her legs. That's so embarrassing. Wait, when did she, was she out alone, or was Tiki there too? That's the question I do not know the answer to because when they brought all the men out, I can't imagine they cut her and Tiki. Wouldn't we have learned that too? Yeah, I feel like Tiki wasn't there, and that was I part of their frustration because he wasn't. Yeah, he probably wasn't a part of as many storylines. Like, yes, he brought up the news articles that came out, but like, I don't think he needed to be at the reunion. Yeah, but I kind of think he did because like he. 
like there people have done less and been there. Like he literally Okay, yeah. I just think I think like either they story. neither neither of them should have been there. Either both of them should have been there or neither of yeah, them. Yeah, sure. And I don't know if you know this, like but they together can make one housewife. They yeah, maybe. Tracy is so boring. And they also they they're he is a troubled person. There's a lot of like not great stuff about his commentary oh, really? on world things that are not not good. And she their relationship it's clear that they were trying to make it look so normal the way they got together and it's not like oh. like it, he cheated and they're trying to make mm. it sound like that didn't happen and there's there's a lot there that they didn't share and i think that was also something that probably bothered bravo because she was supposed to be a full-time housewife and she got demoted right. and then cut for the week I mean, insane. It's also crazy. I feel like it's kind of like a first date with someone Mm -hmm. when we get new housewives. I think we decide pretty quickly by their energy if we like them. Second example being on OC this season. What is her name that was was demoted like while they were filming that was had the whole lawsuit against Terry Dubrow? Oh, Nicole. Nicole, I think immediately we weren't there for. It just didn't work. And she... It didn't work. And brought... very rarely does someone just get like fired. I, mean, I heard she got. Well, I heard. Now once again, allegedly, everyone that the reason she stopped filming was because of vaccine mandates in Orange County, and she's like crazy oh. anti-vaxer, and oh my was God. refusing to get it or something like that. And that was why. And they were like running into issues with filming because like she couldn't. Although it is Orange County, which you know. That's a crazy part of the world where there are a lot of anti-vaxxers. But also, I guess Emily is supposedly really QAnon-y. I don't... I, I'm like, that's tough for me to hear because I love her so much. And I almost don't want to believe And she doesn't feel it. like that to me. No, she feels so with it and, like, current. I mean, she... The thing she says about religion, I actually like, even though it's kind of backwards, usually it's like, oh, wow, being not religious is more liberal. But she's like, listen... I wish I had that structure and like I the way that she approaches it with her children, I think is really forward thinking. I agree. I I, like her choosing to not be partake in something, but seeing how beautiful it is for her kids too is like a big move. That's not something probably I could have done. Right. And to see the positive (laughs) things that come with it, even though it's counter to what you believe. It's like, yeah, go off. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, Wait, one one more thing before I let you go. This is like flown by. Um Summer House, it's over. Do you have any thoughts? Did you watch the did you finish the season? Did you watch it all? I was in and out and I watched the reunions, um, which I think were very like mussy. I think that a lot of the season I was like, kill me, but I could not believe the shift in page in the reunion of how Yeah, what's up with how, that? There was so much what's the word like? grit and anger and and darkness in her that I wasn't like the whole like her just like sitting staring straight ahead and not even looking over it was like what happened I think she literally was just mad that she had to sit next to none of her friends she I think she is so petty that like she was like I'm gonna pout because it'll piss production off because they did this you're right and you know and every time I watch her even though like she is can be fun to watch I'm like you were not only the popular girl in school that like everyone wanted to be around, but you were also the meanest one. <laughs> yeah. See, I actually think Amanda was m- meaner 
Oh, she, that's a good debate. She triggers me in a way, some for some reason. Like I, I don't even know if there's a person that I've forgotten about in school, but she just reminds me of like someone that was perpetually awful to me in high school. Like oh. who like made fun of me for being in theater and choir and like just like she gives off that to me. Where I think Paige would like would like admit to having fun with other like all types of people or things like that or like i don't i can't see Paige like being a big like bully necessarily but i can see amanda being that like sly high school middle school bully that says things like under her breath about you or like just because <gasps> did you see that? i actually oh go ahead no you go well did you see the scene well you did you watched you watched it but where she was like carl works for us Wait, I so I think I saw that, but I that it was like bad. they were on a break at the reunion, and oh. and they ca- they like captioned it, but he was like, "Lindsay's getting in her head, Let, like he should remember he works for us or something like that." Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, eh, really, Ugh, work now you're, for you're y'all. proving your point. You're too good at this because I want to believe that Amanda is more of the ally and Paige is more of the like, I have 4,000 items of clothing and all these hangers in my room and I'm the worst. Like uh, when I, the thing is when I first met, when we first met Amanda on summer house and she was like one of Kyle's 4,000 women. <laughs> I was that waiting he for you to know with. them. You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah, when I met Amanda and by that, I mean, sat on my couch and watched her on my screen. <laughs> I, was like she's so unremarkable that she can't be that mean yeah you know what you <laughs> like mean. i just like she did not to me like i could not believe that kyle chose her and i grew to like her more as she was on the show because i was like she is in a lot of ways standing up for herself to kyle who needs to be knocked down a peg and uh, but yeah when i first met her i was like you are inconsequential to the show and to my life on this couch and then the more she stuck around i was like i mean work no, yeah, but she was like, but she's kind of like the sec. It's it's clear she was like the second in tier of like the popular group. Like she was the Gretchen Wieners, and like she's yeah. now getting her moment to be star though. And Paige is Regina George, and Paige is meaner. Yeah, maybe I don't. I, I see all sides here, but I do too. I do too. You made a good. You made some good points, and I think we're gonna have to revisit this. Okay, I'm down. Next, you know, se- maybe next season we'll see what happens with them. Yeah, I also do think we need to change some things up in the cast. Yeah. Like yeah, we're we're going to start hitting a wall with these people and I think we need to mix it up a little bit. AKA put me on the show cuz I would like to be on it. Okay, if you're on Summer House, what type what is your role of reality show? Are you villain? Are you fan fave? Are and like be honest, be honest. What what, what what's your <laughs> is role? It, is it going to be bad to be honest that I'm going to be fan fave? No. <laughs> Does that mean I you're think, like I think that I my ideal and Kix and I talked about this on on the podcast last week, actually, we were saying like that if we would be a blast on together, because we could mm-hmm. see us like sitting out like on the patio furniture at like 8 a.m. while everyone's still sleeping, be like, can you fucking believe? I see. You are the people's voice. Right. Which, you know, like, I feel like Hannah and Paige were that for so long, and then they've, they're no longer that. Yeah. Please make sure you clarify that they quickly. I, Especially, is- I can. Talk about people I cannot stand. And I, talk about people who aren't funny when the cameras are down. Oh, my God. I just, like... Has she stolen really your want to show She probably has. Probably. <laughs> she just... She 
to me is the wor- the example of the worst part of Bravo people. And I really try to, even like on podcasts and with my friends, I try to give people benefit of the doubt. Hannah Burner, I cannot give her that. She just, I think she knowingly became the devil in her final season. And she knew that she was being atrocious. And I feel so burned by her. And I will never go back to, I will never enjoy Hannah Burner. Full stop. She just sucks. And, and I don't like to say that about people, but she does. She does. She sucks. Yeah, she sucks. Um. Well, Eric, any other final Bravo thoughts that we can end on that aren't that Hannah Burner sucks? Honestly, I just so love talking about this stuff with you. I'm really excited for Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills after the fall of New York really became one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the drama is contrived, but like the 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 combination of the glamour with the hotness of Mauricio with the Hilton Kyle tension i just think it's they're really they give garcelle's like calling people out i just think it gives it gives me everything i want a housewife franchise and i'm so happy that beverly hills is here i agree well we didn't talk about the new one what's her name um i call her zara uh (laughs) zara yolanda oh oh um yeah zara yolanda (laughs) i don't know her name actually but i'm really optimistic about her i think she's I think she's great. Yeah, I think she's gonna be a good villain in her words, honestly. Am, am yeah. I a new villain? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was tough Here to watch in that promo. <laughs> Here I am. That was giving a little bit of Heather Dubrow being like, that's not a threat, it's a promise. Like, okay, we know you wrote you... that before you filmed the scene. <laughs> Heather gives me to wrap it up to where we started. Heather and Anne Hathaway are very similar to me in many ways, like practicing like that theater kid who's like, I can't you see Heather before filming that scene, like standing in the shower being like, that's not a threat. That's a promise. No, that is not a threat. That's a promise. It's a that, promise. It's a promise. <laughs> like, you know what? Make it a question. Make it a question. It's a promise. No. Explore, explore the text. Um, well, just like that, that's giving Anne Hathaway the Oscars quote. It came true. I can't. There, there is not an Oscar <laughs> speech that makes me as uncomfortable as that one. Because I'm like, you've won every award for the past year. Yeah. You, you know, on my podcast, I had someone on that was, we. he was arguing that we are so against the cringe of it all. And which is really just people being genuine. And, and he was arguing that that was actually just her being genuine. And we it just triggered well, How think, we feel about well, genuineness. I think she is genuinely annoying. Like, I think <laughs> <laughs> like, she is. You're right. She was not putting on a front. She was just no, like, but that's ah. her. Like, that, that is her. Yeah. So he's right. I mean, he is right. Like, that is her. And she is just genuinely annoying. <laughs> well, she's having a, a Hathaway renaissance, a renaissance. So <laughs> we're going to have a lot more of her. Well, Eric, this is a blast. Um, I could keep going for another hour, but I do need to go. Um, I dinner. know, but let's get I out of you, here. I, let's, let's get out of here. Um, I want you to tell everyone where they can listen to you, follow you, all that good stuff. 
follow me at Eric Wills, E-R-I-C-W-I-L-L-Z. And then our podcast, my podcast, That's a Gay Ass Podcast. It comes out every Wednesday. I've been really lucky with all the guests coming on you recently. And killer, killer lineup always. So, so funny. So many laughs. Uh, and that is at Gay Ass Podcast on Instagram. Yes. And then follow me at the Tom Hamlet and the podcast. Uh, you know where to find it. And uh, say bye to our listeners, Eric. Bye. Bye. Bye.